Welcome to Chess Talk, episode 189. We're here, it's the three of us again. The same old suspects. The forever cast, forever host. It's me, Cody. Brittany's here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's I am here. also here. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Rob and I are playing chess remotely. Uh, he already moved because he is a jerk face. And we're going to be talking about some TV and some music and some chill stuff. And anything happened this week, Rob? Anything noteworthy? Played a game called Telestrations, which is kind of cool. Telestrations? Why don't you tell us about it? It's like a game of like telephone, but you illustrate. You get like a card, you roll a die, pick one of the numbers on the card that corresponds to the die on either side. You write down the word, and then you draw it. Or if there's like an odd number of players, you just write the word down and pass it to the next person. And they have to draw that. Yeah. And the next person has to guess what they drew yeah, we as the that. word. It's a different okay. game, but I can't remember what the game was called, but played a similar version like that. With Noel. Yeah. Okay. That's quite right. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that's it. Went shopping today and did errands and stuff. For how that was busy fun. you are, I feel like you never do anything. It's because most of the time I spend driving around doing the thing and it sounds like there's not much going on. But there's a lot of a lot of waiting. But that's about it for this week. What about you, Britt? How was your week? Anything noteworthy? No. Cool. <laughs> uh, my week, last week, we forgot to talk about my wisdom te- oh, tooth yeah. getting taken out. One. One tooth. Yeah, wisdom tooth. Wisdom tooth. It's just, no one says wisdom tooth. It's always wisdom teeth. So. Yeah, but you only had one wisdom tooth. I had a tooth removed. And we talked about it after recording. But yeah, I didn't get put under for that. And that shit was stressful. Just sitting there with the dentist drilling into my mouth. God, I just, my neck was so like strained after I got a headache and the assistant kept having to like readjust me because involuntarily I kept moving away from the dentist. (laughs) Don't get your hands out of my mouth. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. It was 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Don't ever be awake for a tooth removal because you see things and it's, can't unsee them it's terrifying don't do it ever so yeah that was two weeks ago now uh this past week since the game of thrones trailer came out i rewatched all of season seven just because i wanted to remember what the fuck happened and everything so that was good i really like game of thrones binge watching and i'm gonna be so annoyed that i have to wait week for week Mm -hmm. on the final season but hey that's how it goes yeah so jamie definitely left king's landing and i'm pretty sure that was euron on the boat in the trailer it's just he had like blonde hair so it was kind of weird because i thought jamie was on the boat in one of the shots mm. like one of the iron iron i no, what are they called is it the iron iron men iron men ironborn what's their islands iron, iron islands? the iron Islands. yeah okay that's what i thought yeah i couldn't remember iron men <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> they, are, they are iron men so yeah i did that uh, i've been playing games I've been playing, because the Humble Bundle, I mentioned it before, the Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden, that game. I don't know if you remember that, Rob, that came out late last year. I don't. It's like a XCOM-like game, but with oh, animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two characters you start with is a boar. I think his name is Boromir, literally. Something like <laughs> that. I can't remember. And then Stupid. a duck. And their name is Ducks, D-U-X. And I have a fox Ducks. in my party and two humans. I just started playing that on a whim yesterday or Friday. And I was just like, I want 
I want to play this because I already paid for it. Like, might as well try it. And I'm like six hours in now because I was like, oh shit, I actually really like this gameplay. Because <laughs> it's like turn based and action point based. So it's kind of like uh, Divinity Combat, you know? Sounds like, uh, I mean, I know it's like um, that one game for the Switch, um, Mario Rabbids game. Yeah, very similar to that. Yeah. And it's just, I like the graphics are pretty pretty great i feel like the combat isn't too bullshitty like a lot of those games like XCOM. there's a meme of like a 90 percent chance to hit and you miss more often than not whereas in this i feel like 75 percent and above like you're pretty much always gonna hit so games like that that really helps and i just like the variety of the combat and the different enemies that i'm fighting even though it's like a post-apocalyptic humanity nuked itself and so animals are now like sentient and talking and so it's like oh we've seen this a hundred times before but it's got like enough of a difference that i'm really enjoying it I, re cool. I recommend if anyone's interested get that humble bundle because that game is definitely worth it uh absolver i kind of giving up on it because i just feel like every time i play it it's just not challenging it's just bullshit like the timing of the combat and like the parrying mechanics just don't make sense to me and i just it feels like everything happens a second after I'm telling it to happen. And so I just find myself dying way more than I feel like I should. Yeah, that would be really irritating. Yeah, it just, it's not as tight of mechanics as like that combat requires. So I'm just like, meh, get out of here. Get out of here with your lame combat. Um, That's been my week. Just playing that game a lot, watching Game <clears throat> of Thrones, watching more Broad City, and then chilling. I forgot. I went all in on my uh, commitment to the uh, old lady thing. Mm. I started watching Cheers. Mm-hmm. That's a show. Yeah, you're into season two at this point, right? Yeah. It's, it's weird because I've only really seen Ted Danson in The Good Place where he's just kind of a wholesome old demon. But Spoilers. In this, it's like he's young. and Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. You say wholesome old demon? Yeah, have you ever watched The Good Place? No, I know the premise, but it just it's weird to hear those two sentences. Or those two I words know, in a sentence. I know, but it's accurate. If you watch <laughs> okay. it, you'll get it. Okay. I don't really know how to explain it without spoiling the show. The show. Cheers is a show. It's weird. It's mm -hmm. very '80s, and some of the jokes are a little they wouldn't they wouldn't fly today. Mm. But it's but it's enjoyable. A season in is it. Does it make sense that it got 11 seasons, or is that still pretty confusing to you? Like, I how is it so successful? It still makes sense because I can put it into the context of the 80s and what was on TV. What was on TV at that time? Like today, we have a million sitcoms like it, but then it was very different, very original. Mm -hmm. You know, so in the, that context, I get it. That's fun. I'm glad you're being 80. I'm always 80. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys want to talk about first? I'll bring it up fast because it wasn't advertised as far as i saw i just happened to stumble upon the new season of arrested development was put on netflix i forgot about that yeah, yeah. i meant to watch it the other day yeah you so. just watched all of it today yeah i watched all of it today <laughs> there was only eight episodes i know but it's it was just the funny second half of the fifth season like a day ago you didn't know it was out and now you're done with it yeah and <laughs> weekends netflix yeah Thanks, Netflix. What's your hot take on it? What do you What do you feel? This half of the season, story-wise and joke-wise, was better than season four and the first half of season five. Okay. Okay. Um, a lot of the things I noticed that a lot of people are complaining about, too, is the editing is really weird, and it feels like they had to reshoot a lot of stuff and 
do a lot of weird like dubbing that looked really bad i feel like it was probably necessary because now like, it still felt like a good show even though all this weird editing happened i don't really know why all that happened it's glaringly obvious that like someone wasn't talking but then their voice was talking does that make sense yeah it was weird it was <laughs> really ADR's weird messed up yeah and Portia is still not one appearance spoilers yeah it's a spoiler yeah. okay i don't know it's not really, really a, it's not really a huge spoiler yeah because i mean the plot of that show is not really like yeah. the point yeah but i mean for she Rob, shows up in the last scene okay like, that's it because it's cause well to rob's, me, it felt rob's like gonna a, watch it so. it felt like a series finale oh okay it's cool i haven't heard anything about them doing a sixth season but if it was a series finale i feel like it was good i feel like it answered a lot of questions and at least tried to tie up some plot things they never explored after season four i wonder if they're just at the point where like how weird season four was and how rocky it was to get season five they're just like we should end it before it gets more convoluted yeah. and it gets this much harder to yeah i think they definitely ended on a higher note than they've been how, how long ago did uh season 5.1 come out last year what last year yeah may of last year yeah because we talked about it last year so mm-hmm. so not just... quite a year but almost a year it feels like oh wait wait hold on i never watched that then yes you did did i we talked about it on it. the show oh then i did watch it because well, i was thinking i must have like not been very good because yeah i don't remember it um, it wasn't that great it was pretty forgettable okay. yeah okay this i mean it wasn't as great as the first two three seasons what? but it was definitely better than four and first half of season five okay especially the last few episodes of this season mm-hmm. and i was like oh wow they're like kind of hitting their stride again mm-hmm. that's good yeah but it, it can end it's fine mm-hmm. it had its prime and now it just needs to yeah die not on its knees yeah <laughs> it just felt like they drained all of its blood during season four and then season five it felt like they were just like kicking it mm-hmm. yeah and then this one i was like okay they're burying it in a graceful way mm-hmm. oh what a pretty funeral <laughs> yeah that's basically what happened i was like okay <laughs> all right it can die now yeah that's cool i i get i didn't see any promotions for it yeah yeah so like, weird and like we were on netflix earlier today and like we didn't see it show up on there no. like it wasn't on the front page or anything mm-hmm. i think i just saw it on netflix homepage last night and i was like oh i wonder when the new season comes out and i looked it up and it came out on the 15th i was like oh fuck okay mm-hmm. <laughs> all right and now we're here yeah yeah so what would you rate i don't half? know i it's i literally just finished watching it God, come on so you want to talk about uh, James Gunn, Rob? I feel like you have the most opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I do. What was like the official statement as to why he's back? Did they give one? Uh, let me look it up. I didn't I didn't see any official statement beyond like, yeah. hey, uh, he's back. But I think there probably was. I would imagine they would say something and not just be like, oh, just don't worry about it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a joke. He, he, he back, y'all. <laughs> it's just the most like grotesque backtracking yes i've ever seen yes it's like yeah. disney is actually a terrible company mm-hmm. and they're like trying to pretend like no we're so nice we gave him his job back I'm like you didn't need to fucking fire yeah. him in the first you're, you're place the one that you took fucks. the job away yeah. <laughs> there was no job to recover if you never took it away mm-hmm. all right i'm not seeing anything it's 
yeah, it was just, I saw a couple tweets which just like, oh my god, James Gunn is back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> Gaslighting. Yeah, so, literally is, James Gunn tweeted about it, I believe, after some rumors started coming out. Mm-hmm. Man, this is like the, the stupidest fuck up in the history, I think, of modern, like, pop culture, uh, like, I don't know what you call, like, these uh, outrage politics in terms mm-hmm. of business. Like, little Kevin Hart thing with the Oscars, James yep. Gunn. Although Kevin Hart's thing, he never, I think he's his, a little more complicated, but same same premise. It's just like, you had Alan Horn just, like, fire the dude while the CEO is on vacation, and then just Bob Iger comes back and doubles down because he's got a safe face, and they just kind of sit on this this pile of bullshit and just like, yep, this is what we're having for dinner, and we're going to just eat this, and we're going to ignore anything else, and that's how it's going to be. And then it took them, what, like, since July to finally come around like, yeah, we fucked up. He's hired. Yeah, they're like, as you were. Oh, we can't find someone that can continue on this vision when he already wrote the script and he directed the past two movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. kind of is important to this movie that we want to succeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I it's, think it's uh... crazy because he's still doing the Suicide Squad sequel. Yep. Like he's doing yep. that first, and hmm. then he's gonna yep. go and do guardians yeah as a viewer and a movie goer and a comic book nerd i'm sad because i want more i think i think i want more guardians of the galaxy but on the other hand it's kind of like yeah you get your comeuppance you get a bigger paycheck likely and you get to make them wait on you right like that's just like a double whammy yeah and that means he has more pull later too he's definitely get the better end of the stick by the end of this just Mm -hmm. because he's got two blockbuster movies now and all he really had to do was sweat for like a week before DC contacted him. So I mean, if it even was that long, like realistically, I'm sure it was like instant. They're like, "Oh fuck, James Gunn." Do you want a job? <laughs> <laughs> you want monies? You want all kinds of money? Uh, come, yeah. come, write this thing. I just, I don't know what all the people that are that were happy about James Gunn being fired, if they're gonna have an outrage about him being. I already saw Mike Cernovich. Oh, yeah. Whoever yeah. he is, he's yeah. the one that started he's this thing. The worst. I don't, know, I don't know anything about what he does. I just know he's the one that caused this. He's a black pillar. Yeah, what? he is a black pillar. Like, you know the red pill? Oh. There's a black pill. He's basically Alex, Alex Jones. Oh, okay. He's just the, <laughs> the craziest of crazy, essentially. Okay. okay. Well, he already tweeted about it. And... Like damning disney or applauding them damning disney for hiring him back i think that's odd that's odd shocked i tell you shocked i think some there was an interesting take on all this uh on reddit where they talked about um idea that disney kind of backtracked after seeing the outrage over captain marvel and like the gender bias that people were were putting out there into the world about how the movie's gonna do terrible because you know we don't need another female superhero all that kind of bs what? i think after how well because there was a, that was the whole thing with uh uh imdb rotten tomatoes ratings like they started banning comments because that's all it was was people just bashing it because it was a woman and bringing the audience score down yeah um, but i don't know that's such a ridiculous argument like i couldn't if i saw that just like randomly and i didn't know about the controversy i'd just be like oh it's just satire like yeah <laughs> That's how I would see it. Yeah, which is which is a normal, <laughs> rational person's thought. But like, it, it, they had I think the critic score was like in the 80s, and the audience score was like in the 30s. Right, and it's still hovering around that, isn't it? 
Uh, they deleted it looking like ten. They think they deleted like ten thousand comments, and so it bumped back up to like fifty or sixty. But I mean, it's okay. kind of hard. I think the more explicit ones are easy to ban. Um, yeah. But the ones that are a little more veiled are hard. But the whole point is, I think they saw that these people that are overly outraged for bullshit reasons aren't the people that are going to go see their films anyways. Mm-hmm. They're just doing it for the attention to kind of bring attention to their bigotry and their kind of ass hattery. And because they want to and be they, a part of some movement. And so Disney, I think, may have realized, like, yeah, we, we could do without that, you know, 1% of viewership that we, we don't really want to be associated with in the first place. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to be shitty, then okay, be shitty and not see our things. That's fine. We don't want yeah. you as fans. Exactly. So I thought that was an interesting take. I don't know how true it is, but it's an opinion. It's a possibility. I'm just, I think it's hilarious that as of this recording, like, there is no public statement from them. It's just like, oh, shh, just... Don't worry about it. Come on, baby. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's it's big old mouse right now. Yeah. The mouse likes his cash. You don't mess with the mouse's money. I'm trying to find the tweet, but this weird guy tweets like five times a second. Yeah. So. I mean, that's when your job is to have outrage and be on oh Twitter, that's what you're going to do. I scrolled like for like two minutes and I was only to two hours ago. Yeah. Ugh. Mike, yeah, he's don't even look him up. Him and uh, Gavin McGinnis are like the two biggest like black pillar pickup artists people out there, and they're just the worst kind of person. But yeah, I'm excited. I don't know if it's gonna really change my perspective of not going to see a lot of Marvel films after Endgame. Yeah, because I mean, Guardians is probably one of my least favorite of the groups of the series, so I wasn't invested one way or the other. So. Yeah. I mean, cool. I'm glad he's back. It shouldn't have. This shouldn't have been a thing to begin with. But yeah, yeah. like this wasn't gonna make or break me seeing the movie. I'm probably gonna wait for it to be on DVD, anyways. Yeah, I mean, it's still probably like three years out at this point because of how long it took them to get someone. Yeah. Or to backtrack. Yeah, because Suicide Squad Two is 2021, right? Or is that 2020? And I think it's 2020. And Guardians is 2021. I think Guardians is 2021. I think it's be the midway through phase phase four. Right. I don't know. I'm I'm glad he's on Suicide Squad because that that film needs help <laughs> really bad. Yeah, and I've heard that that's going to be like a soft reboot. Like it's not going to be a direct sequel. It's just going to be Suicide Squad two. But a, the thing I saw was only Margot Robbie is going to be. She's going to be the one returning actress or actor. She's only only confirmed one so far. Um, yeah, everyone Idris else Elba, is going to be different. Yeah, Idris Elba is going to be the Will Smith character of Deadshot. Deadshot yeah. Um, I think some of the other characters are going to be back, but they might be recast or they might be completely omitted. Cool. It's interesting. It just sounds like a disaster. I mean, D- how yeah. can you have a sequel? It's just a DC reboot. DC fucked up. <laughs> DC always fucks up. Not with Aquaman. They no. made a billion dollars. No. But Aquaman it was, terrible, was like the first, right? like, no. I mean, it was, it was an awful. I heard it was, it was awful. Watchable. It's fine. Okay. I haven't seen it, but like, I've, from what I've heard, like, it's fine. It wasn't a dumpster fire. There wasn't. 30 different directors and editors trying to cobble together a movie it's like yeah <laughs> it had its flaws i think i think it's it with wonder woman and aquaman like with wonder woman and aquaman it's, it's a step in the right direction yeah i think it's them figuring out what they want to do and if they want to be the totally serious all the time or if they can have a more light-hearted movie i feel like that's what aquaman was and shazam is going to be another instance of it yeah so i think if they keep like experimenting and figuring themselves out, then the next Suicide Squad might be better. It has the potential, especially if James Gunn like can actually put his influence on it. Then who knows? And I think you, I think they will. Seeing his how successful he was with, yeah, 
Guardians. Guardians. Like that's what. That's probably why they got him because they want that. They want well, the I gun. Like gun. <laughs> it's. I don't even think it's that. Too, well, it's that, but also I think how well he's able to influence the other franchise components, like looking at Ragnarok and what was the other one? He he touched a bit. Infinity War. No. Uh, yeah. yeah, Infinity War would be the one. Yeah, it's like the, how he was able to exert his kind of brand Style. into the film. Yeah, exactly. Aesthetic. Yeah. So speaking of Infinity War. Oh, you guys want to talk about Endgame? Yeah. Briefly. I don't think there's much yeah. heavy to talk there's about. There's not much to say. Okay. Well, I mean, while you guys talk about it, I was just going to leave the room. Okay. Oh, wait, you didn't watch it? I said I'm not watching it. Oh my god, you're so weird. There's really nothing there. There's nothing there. there. It's hype. It's all hype. We were talking about this at work, and I was like, okay, like I don't want to... I'm not watching it. I don't want to hear anything about it. And then someone in the break room was instantly was like, oh yeah, but Captain Marvel is in it. And I was like, I didn't want to know that. That's but one of the knew. things that I... I didn't know she was going to be in the trailer. I don't want to know anything about it. I don't want to know what what she's doing. I don't want to know who she's interacting with. I don't want to see any of it. That is why I'm not watching it because I don't want to see it. Go away. Go away. I am allowed to have that opinion. Yes, you're allowed to. Now go away so we can talk about it. Have your wrong opinion and leave the room. Yeah. Bring your phone with you. I'll text you when we're done. You okay there, Rob? Yeah. It's so like. That was pure nerdism right there. That was just like, Ugh, I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. Where's your phone? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fuck. <laughs> what a guy. All right, you go, what, what are your thoughts? What do you think about it? I feel like it was a pointless trailer. It just showed like flashbacks to like just their origin stories, I guess. And I was like, this is stupid. This yeah, doesn't need to happen. I think it was so. My my initial feeling, kind of on on that topic, is I think they're setting the stage. They're really saying, "Look how far these guys are come. Remember everything they've been through." So when that moment comes, like how they cut to that scene or that the brief clip of Iron, uh, Captain America all kind of jacked up and like dirty. Yeah. When they sacrifice themselves or they die in this film, as they are very likely going to do. Yeah. Remember that. Get all that emotion in there. Yeah. So yeah. I think that that was, was... part of the major point. Yeah, I mean. It's no secret, like, the people that died in the snap are, or the people that survived the snap are the ones that are actually going to die, I feel like. Yeah. The first generation supers. Um, The only thing I really took away from this trailer of, like, plot things Mm -hmm. was that shot of them all in a line, and it looked like they were wearing all of, like, the Quantum Realm suits that Hank Pym Mm -hmm. designed. So there's definitely going to be some Quantum realm time travel shit i feel like that's been the prevailing theory i've seen online too even before this trailer came out is that like with uh, ant-man showing up at the end of the first trailer like hey guys remember me i exist Um, yeah i think that they're kind of foreshadowing that in this trailer may have given that away um Mm -hmm. but those suits look really slick they Um, do and i think and i think the other part of it is they're setting up for like the new avengers or avengers version 2 with being a little bit more uniform and consistent. But mm-hmm. also, I know they, they bought Fox, and that's still getting processed. I think mm-hmm. they're setting up, like, teams better, so they can do multi-team franchises. So, mainly Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. bringing in that, you know, the OG Avengers. Hmm. So I think that's that, that might be a setup, but kind of an allusion to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that they spoiled that... T- that uh, 
Tom Hanks, uh, that uh, Tony Stark, <laughs> Tony Stark got back because uh, he's in the the third shot of them walking in the white suits. They did. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, if you go shit. back and watch it, it's like the third shot because I heard I saw it on oh, Reddit. I'm like, stupid. no fucking way. Yeah. Oh, I'd but be... I think again. Okay, I would have been pissed. I am pissed now. I didn't want to yeah. know that shit. But you know, like that, that's the emotion. Like, the, oh, Tony's gonna die in space. <gasps> fucking J.K. He's gonna die yeah, that's doing something stupid. else. That's why this yeah. trailer didn't need to exist. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. could have literally just done like the origin of the the, the primary three as the teaser, yeah. and just showed like a shot of the three of them together and just being like end game, and that would have been sufficient. But I think they gave away a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, in res- with respect to the meaningless plot points. That being said, I think them showing Tony is really kind of uh, a signal saying, hey, Tony's lost in space. That's going to be a very small component of the overall film. So mm-hmm. don't don't focus on him being lost in space too much. I just wish they would have structured the trailers differently because yeah. him being lost in space was the focal point of both trailers. But I think that's the setup that stress. It's so stupid, though. I hate, I hate I, trailers. I'm willing, to, I'm willing to bet, like, with, the, with like Infinity War... Like, we thought how the film was going to start was going to be, like, them doing shit together, being all cool. And the film immediately opens in with um, all the Asgard's basically dead. You know, yeah. uh, um, Heimdall getting murdered and then Hulk getting depowered, more or less, for the entire film. Mm-hmm. So, it's I don't know. Fucked. This might be another one situation where it's just like, hey, you thought it was going to go this way? You it's thought. <laughs> yeah, you thought. Exactly. Another yeah. question. How is he going to edit this? Just skip over this entire part? Oh, he clapped before he left, so I'm sure he's going to clap when he comes back and just not edit this part. Got it. Okay. Cool. I'm assuming. That, that, so that Cody's we could say a great whatever guy. we wanted right now. We could. We could. Yeah. But Thank you, people. Cody, for right. editing this podcast. You'll right. never hear you're, this. You're a real bro. <laughs> He'll never right. know. I, I, I did. I know it's pointless, but I really hope that the last thing with Thor and Captain Marvel is just going to be like a strongest avenger competition and not like a flirty thing like i feel like they were hinting at or maybe i'm just reaching it felt a little Mm. flirty but i hope it's more of like strongest avenger competition like the tom the tom fucking a not tom tony (laughs) with him and tony being the best avenger yeah i hope it's one of those kinds of things like i don't want there to be any kind of hulk black widow thing again yeah, that's weird too. Because there's a whole so other thing with like cheesy. Uh, Ross's daughter, uh, Thunderbolt Ross's daughter, just completely ignored. And then you had, um, what's her name, uh, Natalie Portman's character, just gone after uh, yeah. Thor two. Yeah, it's weird. I'm excited. So sorry, editors. I probably won't be editing that part that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna. I wonder what we said. I'm gonna skim through and hit hit the ums and the long pauses so mm-hmm. i'm sure they left some lovely notes about me during it never we would never say anything terrible about you, uh-huh really. can't never. wait to listen to it after the movie comes out <laughs> you won't even remember i'm gonna put a goddamn calendar note right now uh-huh. you didn't move in chest that entire time we were having a love a lively discussion God. and all the crazy things that happen in the trailer mm-hmm. like nebula dying uh-huh yeah, nebula dying just murdered Move in chess first. You want to talk about foals, Britt? Uh, sure. I don't really have much to say. Foals. Yeah, it's just a... Foals. This is their fourth album. Fit? Because they got... The antidotes. Antidotes. They got the horse one. They got the blue one. And then this one. <laughs> is that not a good enough description of their albums? No. <laughs> 
I feel like there's one more, but I can't think of it. Yeah, this is their fifth album. Ah. They have their sixth album, which is part two of this one, coming out at the end of the year. Yeah. Why, I don't know. Yeah, because it, it would make sense if this is like a shorter, like 20 minute long album, mm-hmm. but it's a 40 minute album. Like mm-hmm. it's it's an album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's their first album since one of their, I think their bassist left the band. Founding member. Yeah. Or original member. One or whatever. of the founding members. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think he left the band last year. You I'm know, not like a diehard fan, okay. so I don't know the lore. I or guess. if he was like super involved in like the writing process yeah. or anything like that. Because um, I mean, based on what little I've heard of them, well, I mean, I've listened to a couple of their albums, but not diehard. You've never really listened to them in full, because like I've listened to like, in full in antidotes. I've listened to that antidotes in, in full. Oh, yeah. and I've listened to most of the one that's uh, uh my number. Yeah, whatever album that's on, oh, I've listened to down. that album. No. Holy fire, it's not album. Anyway, so I've listened to them mm-hmm. somewhat. Yes. But I'm not a huge fan. So to me, like, it sounded like a natural progression of mm-hmm. a new album. Like, sure, yeah. some songs were a little poppier, but I mean, they were... They were th- heading in that direction they anyway. Yeah. They haven't been, like, math rocky since Antidotes. Really. Yeah, no, so, they like, been math. It's, I kept thinking about Fiddler and how their last album... Their most recent album was such a departure, whereas this is, like, a nice little step. Mm-hmm. And, like, I listened to Foles a couple times today, and I'm like, this is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Like, it's fun. Yeah. I definitely liked it more than their last album. I feel like it was less poppy, and they kind of reverted back to some of their mathier sounds while still keeping it poppy like the best song on the album white onions why is that your favorite song on the album i like onions yeah <laughs> it's just why it's such a random yeah it's just like i'm gonna name the song radishes <laughs> but it's legitimately like it has fun guitar parts and mm-hmm. it's just upbeat and it's just fun yeah, yeah. that song's fun and yeah I, I like white onions and um it's not in degrees i think it's syrups i think that's my mm-hmm. other favorite song i like in degrees i was gonna mention that like it has a very catchy chorus and just it's catchy but like an annoying catchy i didn't like how hey there delilah was catchy yeah yeah i maybe i'm just still new on it well i mean i feel like i've listened to the album you've listened to it more than i yeah. have at this point <laughs> i was gonna say i've listened to it a lot the past couple yeah. days because i listened to it the day it came out and i was like oh okay uh-huh. and then in the car with you i recognize like the hits like they're easy to recognize after like one listen you're like oh it's this song yeah that's cool yep but it's a fun album Uh, i'll probably actually like go back and listen to it and like pick some songs to put like playlists and stuff that i want to like keep hearing Ooh, and i remember when i went to their concert like right after we started dating and you didn't want to go with me and then you got a free ticket and you were like i guess i better fucking go because you got a free ticket and you didn't hate it yeah but we hated the crowd oh the crowd was awful yeah crowd was awful but that's vegas crowds good album i'd probably give it six and a half seven yeah that's same. probably where i'm feeling solid not, solid solid not not groundbreaking but yeah not a disappointment yeah which i was worried about with foals or which i was worried about after fiddler yeah so that's cool and then we're gonna wrap up with the uh, crime story sounds right you watched episode two right rob yeah i couldn't really get into it though i thought i was gonna i was like i'll give it a second shot i just so spoilers we're gonna start talking about it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah sucks for you guys you haven't seen it yet you watched the whole episode yeah i watched most of it i think i didn't watch like the last 15 minutes i just i don't know i, I started watching i don't know if i'm just like tired when i come and watch stuff but like 
stuff that requires me to think. It sounds t terrible. I'm very aware of this. Stuff that like requires me to like be really attentive and think versus like The Office. I feel like it. I, it's harder to steal like to really engage me most of the time. I mean, I feel like Brittany would. I get it. Relate to you more than anyone. I'm watching Cheers. <laughs> And what, there are a million it? shows out there that I could be watching, but I'm watching Cheers. <laughs> like, re remind me again, why are you watching Cheers? She's 80. Because I'm old. Oh, you're just old. <laughs> and it's on Netflix, and I've never seen yeah. it. And we just watched like a... The these, CNN docuseries. The CNN docuseries about the 80s, and they brought up Cheers. And I was like, I've never watched Cheers. Okay, so it's, it's not a function of, I want to watch this. It's, oh, this is on. It exists. Mix of both. Both. Okay. I was curious. You're a TV snob. Am I a TV snob? I don't know. You just say you love TV. And I so do it, love TV. It's like a staple of television that you haven't seen yeah. before. So like, I need to be culturally aware of things, mm -hmm. even at a basic level. So crime story. Yes. Uh, yeah, I I'm kind of getting that vibe too. Like it's, it's weird. I don't. I feel like there is potential in this show, and if I watch a couple more episodes, it's going to become really good. It's just, I feel like there's not that much going on. The pacing is really off right now. It's just like, I do we need like another super long opening scene that's just like catching up on what happened? Mm -hmm. It's like, he died. It's like, yeah, we, we saw it last episode. Mm -hmm. Like, you can we show... Yeah, you can show the cremation and everything, but it's just, this show is so artsy. Like, mm -hmm. you have to drag it out this much. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just... It shouldn't be a part of this anthology of American crime story. Just because someone was murdered doesn't mean you're telling a story about the crime. It's more of, like, commentary on, you know, the fashion world and what it was like to be gay in the 90s when it was still kind of taboo. Right. Like it's more of that and like there's nothing wrong with telling that story i just don't think this is the right medium yeah like, like or at least like don't call it american crime yeah. story just put out a tv miniseries about versace yeah it's like, just the that'd be interesting the way they're prefacing it by slapping american crime story on it it's just making it feel weird like, I feel like all the police and FBI scenes are, like, shoehorned into this story. And they're the only interesting parts to me. Yeah. Because I want to see, like, what they're going through, what they're trying to do to catch him, and, like, how this weird liar was able to just get away with it for... Months. Yeah, like, go on this spree. Yeah, because this episode is titled Manhunt, mm -hmm. and, like, yeah. I was like, oh, it's going to be interesting. Like, you're going to see him, like, going from town to town and stuff, and it's like... No, he's at one town, and then he just kind of goes to Miami, and then he's already there. I feel like it was kind of a double meaning, though, manhunt. Like, yeah, but... He's going on a manhunt. But if you look at the episode description, it's like, Andrew Cunanan, like, on the road for two months. Yeah. It's like, we see... It's five minutes, it's, and he's there. Yeah, he hits one song, and he's in Miami. It's like, what the one fuck? One really fucking long song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, the pacing's off. I really like the character, Andrew Kananen. Oh, he's doing great. I think he's such a fun person to watch. It's just in a lot of his scenes, he's doing boring things. I mean, you didn't like the easy lover scene? 
that was like that was an interesting scene but it's just when he's just walking down the street lying mm-hmm. about where he's from or yeah. talking to the front desk lady for how many scenes it's mm-hmm. like okay like i get it he's i know they're like setting up like he's just a great liar and that's how he manipulated all these people but like we got that yes. from the get-go <laughs> oh oh he's he lies oh weird <laughs> no way that's a thing so i mean are these pretty much your thoughts rob is that why you're kind of like meh yeah, it, I am, I am meh. Because you like the OJ season, right? Yeah, I think I, I think my my prediction was correct. I think it's because there was some sort of like nostalgicness of it all. I enjoyed it more. I just think that there was this one way more crime to go over. Like mm-hmm. there was, it was such a huge trial that they had so That's much true. to go off of. Because I don't even know about the Versace trial, like what it's even about like if it did go on so long or if it had the crazy media coverage but i it didn't have as much coverage as the oj trial Mm -hmm. there's no way it did was there even a trial i'm assuming i don't know so i mean this might be a show that i don't have a sit down and watch explicitly like i might just throw it on like while i'm playing a game or something just so i can finish it but not feel like i'm just sitting there watching these long panning shots or Mm -hmm. these weird scenes that i feel like don't matter yeah so i will say it's well made yeah. It's just not what I wanted. It's just not as engaging. But that's the other question, too, along the engagement portion is, is that because they chose a, 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 a event that was just chronologically similar time frame to OJ? Or was this like, hey, this is a good one to pick? I so. Yeah, I don't know if they just wanted to keep with like the 90s <laughs> thing. Like, oh, this is a huge... Oh name but the murder wasn't so huge yeah i i don't know i don't really know the guessing like the thought process that got put into it so i they had to have they wanted to they picked the story for a reason Mm -hmm. like they had to know coming off of the first season that there's going to be so much buzz around the second season like they had to have picked this one on purpose probably the themes they probably were like well we had this excitement and this recognizability from the first season we've earned like an audience now let's talk about the themes we want people to think about the message that we want to get across and like which is fine yeah but it's not a crime story to me it's this sort of culture and lifestyle is something i would probably never experience so it's interesting to see these characters and how just like a random dude can come up to you and you're like you have something in common so yeah like we can hang out like we can be friends they gay well, I mean, it's like more of that. It's like they have so much like. Not to simplify it. Yeah, I'm not trying to simplify it. It's just no, like. Rob. Yeah, but there's just so much like of a culture and like an ingrained like friendship. I feel like in this time, like they're in it together yeah. against everyone who sees them as these demons where they know that they're not. So it's like interesting. It's like, wow, I didn't realize like. So I like that aspect of the show. It's just it's such an undertone. My only real gripe after the gimping thing in the hotel the old man like called the police and they're like what's your emergency and he said nothing and hung up and like you can't they're gonna come still you can't (laughs) do that (laughs) sir that's you can't (laughs) there's they're gonna be like okay let's go to this hotel that he called from (laughs) fuck (laughs) how'd they find me (laughs) i hate that it made me so mad i like the scene up until that point though yeah like it's a very like he realized like he was like i can't keep doing this Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i thought that was like fucked up and it showed how much of a psychopath yeah 
I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it once we're done watching it, like, in its entirety, and if it was worth watching. Yeah. If it lived up to any hype. Spoilers, probably not. Yeah. I feel like it's worth watching, just not under the guise of it being an American crime story. Yeah. I want excitement. So, listeners. They are, they are Italian. What? I know. I, you, you hate that Penelope Cruz doesn't talk with her mouth open. She, I, if we didn't normally watch TV shows with subtitles, I would put them on just because of her. Yeah. She is so hard to understand, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's just like she's trying really hard to put on this accent, mm-hmm. but it's just so like mush. Mm-hmm. That is how she talks. It sounds like she's got like peanut butter in her mouth constantly. <laughs> That's just how she talks. Because she did the same thing in Vanilla Sky back when she first was like kind of blowing up. I feel like she wasn't so. like that in Pirates because that's the only other thing I remember her in. Maybe she just had some peanut butter in her mouth. She She's a great actress. Yeah. I just can't understand her sometimes. <laughs> she just, you need subtitles for her. Mm-hmm. There's a, I know it was very long and drawn out, but when she was looking at him in his casket, like her face just like was so sad yeah and how she just like froze and mm-hmm. just kept the sunglasses like right in front of her face because mm-hmm. like she was just like fuck mm-hmm. good job that's it that's it yeah. that's all okay so thanks for listening guys uh hopefully they didn't say anything too salacious while i was out of the room i'm sorry if they did we'll be back next week playing a game because it's episode 190 we're going to have Tyler on, and we're going to be playing a game that I won't spoil. Yeah, I was like, don't fucking say anything. I'm not spoiling it, but we're going to... I'll say this. It's a game we've played before, but in a different way. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say when we're done recording. So yeah, that's next week. So get excited for that. PUBG. That would be the worst <laughs> thing to listen to. Yeah, just <laughs> silence for five minutes. And then 190, Fuck. 190. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it again. Uh, yeah, so go to our Twitter, chest underscore talk. Uh, we also have the website, chesttalk.podbean.com. We're on iTunes and Spotify and everything. Give us a rating. Uh, Rob won the chess game. I'm just going to resign now, which has been a long, drawn out. Is that why you flipped off your laptop at some point? Well, that's because I caught his queen essentially oh. uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I think i got yours like two turns later no you i had your queen in a position where if you moved it you would be in check so you couldn't and so instead oh, of right, yeah. move it like instead of just letting your queen die you took my queen and then i just took your queen so it's like yeah so that's why because i was like fuck you i'm taking you with me so yeah that's chess that's the talking we're gonna be back next week thanks for listening Bye. Bye.